This episode is brought to you by my free What's Working Guide. If you want to download some tips on what is working right now in 2022 from both myself and other real-life indoor playground owners who are currently working to launch or grow their business, head to michellecaruana.com slash what's working, or simply click the link in the show notes or episode description. You'll get the free tips delivered right to your inbox. Download my What's Working Guide right now. If you own or manage an indoor play center or really any business that serves local kids and families, and you want to operate with more ease and joy all while making the living you dreamed of, I created the Profitable Play Podcast just for you. Join me, your host, Michelle Caruana, for small but mighty tips every weekday that will all add up to a big impact on your mindset, your business, and your bottom line. Stick with me to keep the passion and grow the profit in your play-based business. As a local business owner, you've probably heard along the way that blogging can help you increase your website traffic. And you've probably thought, great, I could use some extra traffic to my site for free. I'll be sure to start blogging right away. But you might have gotten stuck there, or you may have pushed blogging to the back burner. And I get it. When I opened my brick and mortar indoor playground back in 2015, I told myself for years that as soon as I have time or as soon as I have more help or as soon as I just get this one project finished, I would start blogging. But in reality, I was just feeling lost. I mean, I understood the concept of blogging well enough. I knew that if I blog regularly, that will help with my search engine optimization or SEO And therefore, I will rank higher on places like Google and more people will find my business and more people will buy and everything will be butterflies and rainbows. The reasoning made perfect sense in my head, but the execution and the actual blogging part, I did not know where to begin. I remember thinking, what will I blog about? How will I share it? How the heck do I even optimize a blog for SEO? How do I even set up a blog on my website? Will anyone read it or care? Do I need to pay for it to show up on Google? How long will it take to get results? How do I turn blog readers into actual paying customers? And most importantly, I remember thinking, will this just be a huge waste of time? Time that I did not have much of, and I'm sure you don't either. I was terrified of the unknown and I was paralyzed by the whole doing part of the process, and that happens to the best of us. So if that's how you feel right now, it's okay. And that's the entire reason I created this podcast to begin with. It's so common. So what I did first was complete a ton of research on all the questions I listed above. I remember thinking to myself, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it right and at least make it worth my while. I feel like I spent hundreds of hours doing this research, planning my topics, putting posts out there, and seeing what worked and what didn't. It was a time-consuming process of trial and error, but let me tell you, little spoiler alert for the end of the episode, it was worth it. After a year or so of consistently blogging regularly, I finally felt like I cracked the code and figured out which tactics were actually boosting my bottom line. And I've always kept in my mind something that one of my business mentors, Stu McLaren, says all the time, do more of what works and less of what doesn't. And you might've just rolled your eyes right now and thought, duh, Michelle, why would I ever do more of what doesn't work? It seems like a no brainer. 
But in practice, you would be surprised to know how few local business owners actually pay attention to which of their marketing strategies actually generates the highest return on their investment, whether that investment was time or money. And without insight into the numbers, how could they possibly make an informed decision about what's actually driving sales into their business? The answer is simply, they can't. Most business owners just blog occasionally or sporadically or post onto social media with a throwing spaghetti at the wall, and I'm using air quotes right now, mentality with the notion that they can just see what sticks. And while that's all well and good, when something does stick, they might not know what caused that piece of content to resonate, which part made the difference and drove sales, or how they can potentially replicate that success. And let me tell you, that's the important part. Now, once I dove into these stats and numbers, I was blown away. Not only were some blog articles very clearly converting into sales, and I can tell by my website analytics, they were also helping to grow my social media audiences, my email list, and my other business assets that also ended up converting into sales, even if it wasn't directly from the blog post. And now almost four years after publishing my first purposeful, keyword purposeful, in essence, there was actually some strategy behind it. I've come up with a proven checklist to help business owners ensure their time spent blogging is well worth their while and actually sets them up for long-term results in the form of increased free traffic from search engines like Google. If you're still not sold on blogging and what it can do for your business, or if you're still convinced that it shouldn't be a top priority, keep listening. If you do already know that blogging is something that you should be doing, but want my proven process to ensure an ROI, then go ahead to the show notes and download my free local business blogging checklist there. It will give you every step from planning to writing to publishing to analytics, because I know your time is precious and you're probably thinking the same thing I did. You're willing to spend time on it as long as it's worth your while and drive sales. All right. So for those of you who are still not sure that blogging is right for your business, Let's dive into six reasons you should make this a top priority in your marketing strategy. Number one, you'll increase your website traffic through search engine optimization. All of the major search engines love fresh, relevant, and engaging content. And blogging is one of the most straightforward and inexpensive methods for a business to accomplish this. And as a local business, you have a much higher chance of ranking for your desired keywords than an online business would. So for example, if you Google children's first birthday party in Buffalo, New York, there might be a few dozen results. It doesn't take much effort to put your business on page one, even in the first couple results for this or a similar keyword. If you were to search first birthday decor ideas, so something that's not location specific, there might be thousands, maybe even millions of results. And It may take you years to reach page one of these results without any paid ads. This is when you should use the fact that you're a local business to your advantage. Chances are most of your local competitors are not blogging regularly because like I said, it's so common to push this on the back burner. And if they are, they're likely not doing so intentionally or with any strategy in mind. With a little effort and by utilizing my free local business blogging checklist in the show notes, you can easily begin ranking higher on Google, meaning you can easily dominate them in search results. And here's the best part. People who are searching for your keywords and phrases are highly qualified leads. 
Meaning if they are searching children's birthday party venue in Buffalo, New York, they're doing so because they are ready to find a service provider and book. Customers who find you on Google are hot leads. And with my blogging checklist, you will easily be able to convert them into buyers or into leads for you to follow up with. On the flip side, if you were to put out a TV ad, a radio ad, or a print ad, even if the demographic consuming the ad is likely to be parents interested in parties, they they may not be interested in booking a service provider in that moment. And they are therefore not likely to take an action, let alone retain the information they hear or see. Which brings me to my next point. Number two, blogging yields long-term results. When you run an ad like a Facebook ad, a radio ad, or a print ad, your results dry up completely when your promotion is over or when you stop spending money. Similarly, when you post on Instagram or Facebook, the shelf life of that post, meaning the length of time that it will appear in the newsfeed of your followers, is very short. And while hashtags and shares can help grow your audience, as soon as you stop posting, you stop seeing results. And with the algorithms favoring ads more and more, social media is almost becoming a play, a pay to play game. The last time Hootsuite released a report on the organic reach on Facebook in 2021, organic reach was down to 5.2%. That means that if you have a thousand followers, on average, only 52 of those people would even see any given post, let alone interact with it or take any sort of action. Like visiting your website. In fact, Facebook has been known to show posts with links included less because it takes a user off the Facebook app. And we all know Facebook depends on keeping their users on the app as long as possible. Search engines are different. Search engines are designed to get people exactly what they are looking for as quickly as possible. In the previous example I gave, if someone is searching for a child's first birthday party venue in Buffalo, New York, Google or whatever search engine is being utilized will look for the most relevant up-to-date pages to send the searcher to, and they want them to convert. That's their success rate. Search engines are made to convert browsers into buyers. They are solution-oriented. One of the best features of blogging is that you can steadily drive new traffic to your website for years after you publish a blog post. While I do like to go into my old posts and make updates to keep the content fresh in Google's eyes and relevant to my customers, once the work is done and published, you can expect long-term return on investment from that post. One of the first things I tell local business owners to do is install Google Analytics into their websites, and by the way, it's free and easy, and use Google My Business to keep track of their stats. In my business, I monitor my traffic sources monthly, and I'm always pleased to see that some of my more more popular posts are still ranking and getting new eyes on my business even three or four years after they were published. And if your head is kind of spinning right now and you want to understand how you can look at these numbers, how to install Google Analytics, how you can actually understand which blogs and which pieces of content are driving sales, then I want to invite you to my free five-day Book More Birthdays Challenge because I gave all participants a workbook and we're really diving into each of our website details and we're working through all of this together because again, my goal is to, of course, have you book more birthdays, but my goal is also for you to create a personalized and sustainable marketing plan that's going to take less time, 
for you to execute than probably what you're currently doing and get better results. And it all comes down to understanding this data, knowing where to find it, knowing how to calculate these important numbers like conversion rates. And like I said, knowing what makes a good performing blog post actually good, what resonates, what was the difference maker? How can you replicate that success? Because again, this is all not about putting out more content. It's putting out very intentional content. So that's what we're doing today in the Book More Birthdays Challenge. You can also head to the show notes to join that challenge. Now, in part two of this episode, because I just had so much to talk about blogging, I had to break it into two daily episodes so that I wouldn't overwhelm you. I'm going to give you three more reasons why blogging should be a top priority in your business. But for now, all you need to do is go to the show notes, download the cheat sheet, and join the Book More Birthdays Challenge. That is your play of the day, is to just start prioritizing blogging and just get the process going. And I think the cheat sheet is going to really help you. And the checklist just breaks every part down so simply that it's just gonna be a no-brainer. Thank you so much for listening today. I appreciate you so much. And the best way that you can show support for the show is to leave a written review wherever you are listening. So make your play of the day and I will see you right back here tomorrow. Or if you decide to join us in the challenge, I will see you for our live Q&A session later today. 